Are you just trying to navigate adulthood in a world that still expects you to have it all figured out? Welcome to This Is 50 with your hosts, Travis Holmes and Shane McManus. Shane! Oh, fuck you and kids too. <laughs> what happened? Why are you so negative Nancy this morning? It's not negative Nancy, it's Pissy Pete. Well, what's wrong with Pissy Pete? What's going on with him? I just, I just life, I, I'm tired of Let's roll. Look, I'm just going to be bitchy and pissy and moany and whiny today, and you're going to have to deal with it. What? Every one of you are going to have to deal with it. Oh, you got you got the old man crotch syndrome or something? What you got going on? No, it's just life's a bitch, and life's always horny. <laughs> That's, is that a T-shirt or a bumper sticker? <laughs> I don't know, but copyright, this is 50, 2023. All right, well, there you go. You make a T-shirt. Yeah, we're going to change the show from this is 50 to this is bullshit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Why? What's bullshit about you, it. i'm just pissy today i don't know life sucks then you die or life's a beach bitch whatever and then you marry whatever. one oh <laughs> that's an old that's an old that's not me that's not from this side of the table but that's an old mm. slogan wife's a bitch and then you marry one i am um, do not agree with that okay good for good for you shane good for you we have you on record Wink, wink. <laughs> Stephanie's a wonderful lady. Uh, you are lucky to have her in your life. Who lied to you? Well, her note says. She's a past <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, she's got her note right here. She told you to write. Yeah, where's, okay. a, where's her email? I'll pull it up and send it to you in triplicate. Yeah, she's a taskmaster. Go ahead. I'm just saying I got a list of things that's got to be done by the end of the day or I'm going to end up in a hole somewhere. <laughs> or you don't get to eat tonight? What's the deal with that? I don't know if I don't do if I if I don't accomplish the things that I am expected to con- see. And here's the first thing: is okay. nobody tells me what to accomplish. I don't have a list. Well, you have a list, but there's no order to the list. You know, there's you got a- stuff to do, but you just don't know what order it needs to be done. Yeah, I got to figure it out, and I'm stupid. So you know, it's just don't put that added pressure on my brain. That <laughs> was fine until I started talking to you. Yeah, you're lucky I'm here, buddy. Am I? <laughs> Yes, you are. Yeah, well, depending on how you want to look at it. but <laughs> No, I am lucky to see your smiling face every Friday afternoon, Shane. So, And our listeners love to see your face, too. And you can see Shane's face if you go over to YouTube. Uh, this is 50 Show, and you can see all the all the shenanigans. Shane's he's pushing a smile up on his cheeks. Bleh. And I'm talking about his face, not his butt cheeks. Well, behind all this gray beard is a smile somewhere. I can tell you've been busy because you haven't shaved or done your hair. or That's the shirt you were wearing last week, I think. Uh, you probably it, smell uh, good. Got, now, hold on. Hold on. I have some, Before you start spreading rumors, uh-huh. I have several shirts that look the same. They're just <laughs> slight. See, because this is you, the way I work. You and Zuckerberg the have the same outfits every day. Yeah, exactly. I've been out in the octagon, so back off. Well, they say geniuses don't want to have to worry about, think about what they have to wear every day. They just grab something, and then they, their mind can be focused on other stuff and not have to worry about picking out their wardrobe. I Well, I mean... Are you a genius, Shane? Yeah. <laughs> I refuse to answer the question. It depends on what the subject is. But I, my wardrobe consists of the same thing. A t-shirt, some cargo shorts, and a hat. But all of my clothes kind of resemble the same shade color. So a lot of people say, you're going to wash that? What I'm going to do is start putting a, a symbol of some sort on each No, shirt. just just do it's Monday, different. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, <laughs> you know, the old underwear hack. I don't know. Well, I'll, yeah, well, I'll, I'll play around with that. I don't I'm. I don't even think I'm going to wear underwear anymore. Do you uh, drink uh, coffee in the morning? Uh, yeah. Do you? How much coffee mm-hmm. do you have in the morning? I have a visual reference. Hold on. Okay. Shane's grabbing his coffee. like to read. Jesus Christ. If my dog doesn't like you, neither do I, or neither, depending yeah. on what side of the ocean you're yeah, on. That, 
Um, one to two of these in the morning. Does it keep it warm? Is that like a ceramic cup? No, it doesn't. It's like a beer. It doesn't stay in there long enough to oh. get cold. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, hey, look, I've been known to take a piping fresh hot cup of coffee and take medicine with it. Do you uh, pills with it. Do you put sugar cream? What do you put in your coffee? Nestle coconut cream creamer. Queer. I have been drinking. Uh, Is that what makes me queer? It's well, not the gay porn that I want. <laughs> it's not the dildo in your ass. Um, I have been drinking coffee black for the last, I'm going to say three months. I thought you were trying to get rid of the shits. What do you mean? Why? I just drink it black. Black coffee is a laxative. Reg- Any coffee that you put in your body is a laxative. It's just the other one, it kind of slows down the, the process. Like when you put creamer and stuff like that in it. My wife's on the Whole30 diet, so she's got like this Whole30 creamer. It's got like, it's made from the nuts of something that never touched the ground type. I don't know what it is. It's like giraffe nuts. <laughs> probably. <laughs> but it's, it's made, uh, I don't know what it's made out of, but like the little pint size container is like $8 oh, or something like that. Really? Yeah, it's it's whole thirty to eat healthy. It's so expensive. Well, the reason why I ask you, do you drink coffee? Do you have it in a craft, or do you do one of those uh, cure things? Do you do? Uh, one? I use the Keurig. Do you really? So you have no like? Uh, well, well, the only reason I do that is because we have a limited amount of people. You know, we used to use a rock a regular coffee pot, and then I make this whole pot of coffee, and then it'd be sitting there and go to waste. So I just switch to the Keurigs. But that's I don't care if it makes me gay. It's so expensive, though. We everyone yeah. in the house here drinks coffee. Everybody here. Well, no, I take that back. Phil doesn't drink coffee, so it's just me and me and Stephanie. But still, I'd end up wasting a pot of coffee because I don't know how to make just a little bit. I got to make the whole thing. I know so, math. Math numbers are hard. I know, especially for rednecks. The reason why I ask is because my dad makes a he makes a half a pot of coffee for me and Amy. I'll have almost the same size thing. I'll have two of those, but my mm-hmm. I have an insulated cup, so I can walk down to the barn and do the horses and all that stuff. Amy's got an insulated cup, same theory on that. I take it upon myself when it's done, I turn the coffee pot off. Now, my dad makes it in the morning, and I, I turn the coffee pot off, and there's usually like a little swig at the bottom of the craft, you know, the glass mm-hmm. thing. So I dump that in the sink, and then recently I've been looking at it, and I'm like going, there's a film on the inside of this thing. So I, I've got a um, soap dispenser on the sink, so pump a couple things of soap in it, pour some water in it, and just let it soak. I'm like, all right, you know, maybe that'll get some of the stuff off. Never like physically rinsing it out or, or scrubbing it, just kind of letting it soak. My dad, the other morning, goes, he saw the, the pot in the sink, and he goes, uh, did, you, did you put this in the sink with the soap to let it soak? I go, yeah, dad. Well, that, that's, you're getting rid of the flavor. And I go, no. It's not a fucking barbecue. No, dad. No. No. And the reason why I say no, because I remember as a child growing up, he would get mad if I didn't rinse out and scrub the, the coffee pot because it, it has a bitter, a sour, bitter taste. Yeah. It starts turning, tasting burnt too, because that stuff will start getting burnt on the bottom. Exactly. And he's like, well, I'm like going, Dad, I said, just let it go like that. Just <laughs> rinse it out and stuff. So I was like getting into an argument with my dad about the coffee maker, which when I remember, like I said, as a kid, he was yell at me to say, I mean, literally like, you know, if you're going to do the coffee, you know, he's, of course, younger, so he has a better voice. <laughs> you know, if you're going to do the more coffee, lung, more lung volume, <laughs> right? You know, 75 years of smoking. If you're going to do the coffee, you need to, I don't know why he sounds like uh, Alex Jones. If you're going to do the coffee, make sure you rinse it out completely, blah, 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 or it'll taste sour. God damn it. Gay frogs. <laughs> 
aliens so, so yeah i so i got i was like I, I was like all right yeah every time you do it you need to and you get the whole thing where you put the ice cubes in it and put some uh, soap in it and you kind of spin it around the ice cube scrapes the inside and actually cleans it for you type deal what are you looking at me weird like that for i've never heard of that never heard of like putting just, crushed ice no, in there and put a couple squirts of soap and just letting it go around and the ice will actually you know like a skate rink it kind of just smooths everything out inside like pumice no i have a brush on a stick i'm not sticking my hand in there I said a brush on a stick. You don't have to put your hand in there. It's the way you, I, you know what I'm talking about, a, a plastic handle with the big round ball on the end of it. Just don't confuse that and your toilet brush. Well, I was going to say, you don't want to clean your toilet. You don't want to clean your uh, coffee carafe. Uh, that's coffee pot for your, everybody else. Well, you know, I used to have sympathy for your dad, but now you need to get rid of him. Yeah, that's not a barbecue grill. It's not a smoker. The it doesn't work that way. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was uh, I was uh, a hero the other day, Shane. I was a hero. My my inner asshole, my inner asshole goblin took off, took the day off. I was a hero. Did you do something nice for somebody? I actually did, and I and it was kind of border. Wait, 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 wait. I'm, I I want to hear this because your interpretation of doing something nice is probably going to be different than mine. Okay, but I was worried when I started being nice that this could go horribly wrong because there's a lot of people who have been shot for what I did to these people. Oh, yeah, well, that sounds like you were being nice. <laughs> no, I was. All right, guys, stick around. I'll get into that story when we come back. Shane, I need you to uh, do some research for me. You got your computer up and running? No. What the hell was that? Um, just some stuff. Somebody wanting me to do something for them. Probably. <clears throat> Would you rather me use Google Chrome Edge or... What, whatever you want to do. We, you, were ta- you were talking about last week about collecting stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I told you I had some stuff underneath the staircase. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going through... Well, um, we've redesigned the studio here, and you can see this all on YouTube. Uh, over at uh, This Is 50 Show on YouTube. And uh, make sure you like and subscribe over there. Help, it helps Shane out. <laughs> it'll, yeah. help, it'll help Shane out tremendously, believe me. Put, put, put me in a better mood. Yes. And I've got some uh, Tupperware, Tupper, Rubbermaid Tupperware, all in the same sentence. They merged. It's called Tuppermaid. <laughs> and uh, I came across this box. It's, it's solid color, so I can't see through. And I opened it up. I'm like, what the fuck is in here that's so heavy? You ready for this, Shane? What is it? Shut up. Is that a, is that a uh, Dr. J? It's starting lineup. Oh. You remember those figurines? I do, and I hated them. And I tried to sell it. You can see I had a sticker on it. I tried to sell it at a uh, at a garage sale for 10 bucks. No one would take it. And this is oh. years ago, this thing. Shocker. Who's, who's the character? Is it's, that uh, Magic? It's Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson. And that's the year that he, he came out and said he had AIDS. Well, now, if you had his son packaged up in there, that'd probably be sell pretty quick. I want you to look this up. First of all, I want you to look up starting lineup, Magic Johnson. 
All right, and see how much this stupid thing is worth. I've had this thing, no lie, Shane. I, I worked it right out of high school. I worked at Toys R Us. I started that was my first job at 18 years old, making four, I think 4.25 an hour. And I worked in receiving. Yeah, see, this is 92, so I'm right out of high school. And uh, I had I, I was introduced to the world of baseball cards and all that stuff. And I they said, you know, oh, starting lineup figures, you need to collect all these. I'm like, all right. So I started collecting them, thinking they were valued. So how much is the starting lineup figure, Magic Johnson, special series poster, 11 by 14, new edition, 1982 or 1992? Can you see what he looks like there? He's like flying through the air. How much is that this thing right here worth? Well, there's several different leaps and poses, but that particular one is oh six ninety nine. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, I can buy that right now for six ninety nine. <laughs> well, look at this one. Here's here's one. Here's another starting lineup figure. Uh-huh. This is Bo Jackson when he played for oh, the. Wow. He's got the Royals uniform on, but he played for the Boston White Sox or the Boston. The look up look up Bo Jackson starting lineup figure. Starting lineup. Starting lineup, 1991, Bo Jackson. Uh, let me see it again. Can you oh, see let's it? Let's see. See, you picked the cheaper ones. <laughs> now, if you had him, had the one where he was swinging the bat, that one's $35. How much is this one? But that one right there, that one is 10 bucks. 10 bucks. See, that's what I'm saying. I've had this since 1991. It's traveled from four different locations in this stupid uh, Tupperware Rubbermaid bin, and it's only worth 10 bucks. Yeah. That's what I said. Oh, the camera's got to focus now. Hold on. My camera's <laughs> focused because I've been putting stuff in front of the thing. And that's the thing, Shane. It's not worth saving or collecting anything. I agree with you. I mean, but if it has sentimental value to you, then why not? I, it has no right. sense. I'm ready to you, open you, these. You bought it. Well, yeah, open them up. Let's do it now. Let's have them fight each other. No, I don't want to do that. We're going to rock them, sock them robots. <laughs> I don't want to do that just yet. But I also have Come these. Come on. You gotta, uh, let's, 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 rip the, let's rip the worthless Band-Aid off. Let's just chunk them out of there, throw them around, destroy them, and then tomorrow they'll be worth 50 times what they are today. No, they won't. <laughs> so I thought it was funny. I, I came through that bin and I was like going, oh, look at all these things that I had. And I wonder how much they're worth. So this is worth 10 bucks. This one's worth. And I think I paid. $6.99. Yeah, $6.99. <laughs> I think I paid just about those for at the time for what they were. Well, at least they didn't go down in value. <laughs> It'd be sad, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, you're not having to pay other people to take them off your hands. Don't open them. I'm not, Do not open them. I'm not opening them. They'll, they'll be here for until someone's dead. I saved a family's life the other day. Speaking <laughs> of being dead. Mm-hmm. I saved the whole family's life. Did you tell them not to eat that? No. Don't eat that. What I did was. Or taco. I, I went to I went to Walmart and in the Walmart shopping center, you know, out there by the road, because Walmarts are always set back a little bit. There is a show Mars. You know what a show Mars is, right? Mm-hmm. And people from overseas or whatever. It is a Greek style type fast food joint. It's it's good. I mean, it's, it's kind of like it, they cook it on the fly. It's not like everything's pre-made or anything like that. It's, it's good quality food. How? What other restaurant would you compare show Mars to as far as on a national level? I don't know because their menu is so different. Like I said, it's it's like pitas and gyros. Yeah, you know, it's just not like any other fast food chain. And it's like grilled. It's like grilled fish. Yeah. You know what it would be? Yeah. You know what it'd be? The freshness of like Chipotle. Okay, we'll, we'll go with that. Okay, so the way the parking lot is set up at the Show Mars, it can either dump into the Walmart parking lot or dump into the major road, the two lane road to get out onto the major highway there. Mm-hmm. So I'm driving in the car, and I see this guy, you know, he's trying to get out into the line of traffic to get out to the light there. And he pulls out in front of me a little bit, and mm-hmm. I laid on my horn. Wham, 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 wham. 
I lay it on the horn. I mean, I let them have it. And you go, well, why'd you do that, Shane? Why did you do that, Travis? Because they had two soft drinks on the top of their car. Oh, okay. So, so they're slowly creeping out into traffic. And I was like going, oh, my God, they got, you know, their drinks. I'm sure they ordered something. And, and this is their to-go cups. And they're sitting on her side of the car, mind you. <laughs> that means he opened the door for her. Right. No, that means he got in the car. She got in the car. Before she got in the car, she put the drinks on top of her side of the car. And then I'm like, wah, wah, wah. And I'm pointing like this. <laughs> like that. And so they slowly, if they didn't know what I was doing, Shane, and if it was the wrong type of people, they would have gotten out and shot me. Because mm-hmm. you've heard so many stories about that. Because technically, if you look at the scenario from a bird's eye view, if you had a little drone out there, this guy was kind of sneaking in front of me to get in the traffic to kind of, quote unquote, if, you know, on the outside looking in, he, uh, like cutting me off. And I'm laying on my horn and I'm doing this, which could easily turn to this in a video, yeah. <laughs> you know, in a video. And if they saw mm-hmm. just me doing this in the rear view mirror and he's got, you know, Glock 9 on the side, he you know, what a, you know, I could have been dead, but he realized the stupidity of his wife's mistake and left the drinks on top of the car. So he slowly gets out of one side, turns into the other parking lot. I see both of them get out. You know, he's reaching over to grab it. He can't reach it. She grabs it, gets back in. That's the thing. So I'm sitting at the light now. He pulls up next to me, lays on his horn, just a friendly. I look over and he goes, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> now, he was a, a gentleman our age. And his wife was with him. And I'm like, you know what? I saved the day. Shane, I saved the day by doing a little bit of, you know, now if it was a Mexican kid, I would have said, fuck it, let him roll off the roof. But they would have rolled off the roof with him trying to get in traffic anyways. Well, when you first started this out, you said you saved their lives. So that's how I'm trying to figure out how so I world- Because this is what would have happened. Think about the story I told you about the Mexican kid who, where the supply line fell off the back of the truck and he got to a job site. Who knows? They probably killed him at the job site. You forgot the supply line? Oh, sorry, mm-hmm. SA. Bang, you're dead. Mm-hmm. What if this couple was to go home and is feeding a kidnapper who's got their daughter trapped up under the stairs and this is all they want with Shomars and a couple, you know, Diet Dr. Peppers and they forgot the Diet Dr. Peppers? You, they could have been dead. Stuff. They could have been. You never know what where those Diet Dr. Peppers were going. Oh, my God. Too much Netflix for you. <laughs> That's what I said. Uh, there's an even bigger dilemma. Once they stopped and got their drinks, they probably drank out of each other's cup. Now they've passed COVID back and forth between the two of them. Now they're going to go to their work and now, start spreading COVID around. Now they're dead. You. They're dead. They're all dead. Yeah. It's all because of you. <laughs> well, in my mind, in this scenario, when he goes, thumbs up, thank you. I mean, like, mm-hmm. completely animated, like, thank you. And yeah. then, you know, <laughs> and she's she's behind him like this. <laughs> you know, across the you driver's side. Him and go, what? I would have gone, fuck you. Who the fuck are what? you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that will get you shot. Save this life. Save this life. Well, I, you know, what a hero. I am. Uh, <laughs> are you proud? Yeah. I can't believe in it. I can't believe this didn't show up on TikTok is what's amazing. <laughs> I did. I could, <laughs> you can't do anything anymore without it showing up on TikTok. I was, uh, I was driving down the road the other day talk, talking about Netflix and stuff. And uh, I don't know if you know this or not. I was a, a film film and theater major in school. And uh, we, part of, you know, our, what's that? The theater. Yeah, the theater, theater, if you want to do French style. So we learned a lot of symbolism and 
uh, nuances of different movies and films and stuff. It, Amy hates watching movies with me because I'll be like in the in in the middle of a scene, you know, a real deep scene. I'll go bad cut. She's like, "What are you talking about?" And I rewind it, and I'm like, "Going look th- this angle and this angle." I said, "That's a bad cut. That's not a." And she would go, "Stop it!" So I had to learn. I have to keep it to myself not to do that anymore. Or that's a that's not right. You know. Anyway, the one that found the little midget swinging in the background in the Wizard of Oz. It's not. It's a fucking pelican. They're so stupid. Oh. oh. It was a, somebody hung a pelican. No, it, it's a pelican from a scene that they did prior, where they had they had the birds in the sky. They let let them out, and someone forgot to move the pelican away. And it's a if you look, it's a pelican. It is a okay. All right. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's so stressed out. <sighs> I saw symbolism in real life the other day as I'm driving down the road. Where I think if this symbolism is true, I'm going to be dead soon. And you know, oh. I'm <laughs> that's it. I'm done. I'm done. Hey. Who are you leaving your money to? You can have my amp. You can have my guitar. Uh, okay. You have to fight my dad for the amp. That shouldn't be a hard fight, but you can have the amp and my guitar and all that stuff. I'll, just, I'll kick him in a knee. <laughs> push, be done with it. Push him down. All right, guys. I'd, I'd like to have that This Is 50 sign as well. All right. You can have Oh, yeah. Here in the studio, I got all my new. These are all the different podcasts that are produced here in this studio. So if you'd like to self-plug on that one. <laughs> That's where I was going. Yeah. All right. Stick around. I'll tell you what uh, what symbolism I saw uh, that uh, told me I'm I'm going to die soon. So stick around. We'll be right back. these uh little fruit fly nets in this studio i, I stirred something a, up a what there's a little f- a what fruit flies well fruit fly freaking fruit flies man let me tell you about them baby mammy 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 you said fruit fry and i'm like oh okay when you have so many cocktails Shane, <laughs> sometimes your mouth will not form words correctly and fruit fly <laughs> is a very hard word to say when you've had a couple cocktails i'm in phase two leave me alone <laughs> i'm still in phase one but no uh the little those little gnats that you see fruit flies bar flies wherever you want to call them they always come from like the drain or something in your mm-hmm. you know in mm-hmm. the sink well i've got them up here and I, jesus christ i've got the vinegar like the apple cider vinegar with the squirt a soap in it that will attract them but man they were bad but i don't know I, i've disturbed something here on you the floor you know what's attracting them up there now is the empty beer cans i know and i try to keep i try to keep them out of here i really do i try to keep them out of here but sometimes late at night i forget and there's like two or three of them up here yeah i, I get it i they're they're bad outside <clears throat> out back from Are, my house i don't get them in in this house because my house is newer well you're not you got an older you got an older home no this is uh more. 2004 is it really yeah 2004 this place was built oh okay 
Second owner. It's in really bad shape. I'm kidding. Not, uh, <laughs> that dump? <laughs> I know. Believe me, the pictures I sent you with the, with the rotten window out, that's a that's a building flaw because they didn't put the flashing around the window to splash the water out. That's why that windowsill is rotten out, by the way. Well, that's probably where they're coming in, too, by the way. Well, that no, that's on the front side of the house. This is total... This, Studio is a total different. No, 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 no. no. What, what you're not understanding is they're they're following you uh, <laughs> from the house to the studio. I don't know. Probably pig pen. Um, but we had our um our monthly or yearly AC checkup. Do you uh, get your AC checked on? Uh, I, we do it twice a year. Uh, we have a you know one for the winter, one for the summer. We have the guy yeah, come out. Yeah, I, I don't do it that often. I I, I have mine checked every time it breaks down. <laughs> See, but you could prevent that. And I think we paid like $192, and they come out twice a year. They come, like I said, once in the fall and once in the, the summer. And the uh, he just came out for fall because we're getting ready to get in. I think this weekend over here in the Charlotte area, we're going to get uh, temperatures low at night at 41 degrees. I think this weekend there's a front. God knows. I know there's a front coming through. I've got nosebleeds all the time from the cocaine uh, worrying, yeah, about the, <laughs> worrying about the front coming through. But um, – so he, he, while he was here, I said, you know what? And I put it in the notes when I was talking to the lady about getting him to come out here. I said, look, my wife, they're building, you know, on our 22 some odd acres, there's seven acres on this side that runs next to ours. And I said, they're clearing that lot over there that's been there since we've been here. And they're putting a new house over there, brand new house, beautiful house. I think it's like 3,200 square feet, huge house. It's nice. And I said, they've cleared the lot and we've seen vermin in the last six months whether it be mice or, or foxes that we've been messing with or actual, I don't want to say rats because you think of New York City, but, I mean, mice that are, you know, good four to five inches long. And they're, they're making... rats. Huh? Uh, those big neutral rats. Neutral rats? You've never heard of a neutral rat? No, what's a neutral... I've heard well, of a you king look rat. that thing up. That's like down in Louisiana kind of stuff. That's what they... That's what's up in New York, those cat and dog-sized rats. They're neutral rats. They have the long teeth in the front? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. look like they're right out of uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, we've got, you know, we have horse feed and all that stuff down there in bins, and we've got cats, so there's there's always some kind of food source outside. My wife was worried about them getting into the, the AC duct work and finding a home, and in her mind, she's picturing them just like in the New York City rats, them chewing through the duct work, getting into the duct work, and then coming up through the vents because she said our, our cat Trisket, We'll sit there and look at the vent, and her tail will be doing the thinking tail, you know, just back and forth. back. And she's staring down at the vent, thinking that there's mice down there. That's what my wife thinks. So when the guy was out here, I said, you know, do me a favor. Whatever you got to charge me, charge me. I said, uh, can you crawl underneath the house? Because, you know, the crawl space under and see if there's any holes in our ductwork down below. And if there is, can you patch it? You know, charge me whatever you want and stuff. He's like, yeah, no problem, man. He's real cool. His name was Ben. Did the AC. Uh, went underneath the house and, and checked all the vents and, and all the, you know, the duck work, but it's the flexible duck work, you know. Mm-hmm. He said he didn't find anything. He said there was a couple turds down there, but he's like, that's expected with a, you know, a house of this size and, you know, all that. He's like, but I didn't see anything. He's like, everything was fine. So I didn't know if you've gotten your AC looked at or had the duck work. Is your duck work underneath the house or above the house? No, I'm, I'm, I got a slab house. Okay. So it's, it's in the walls and stuff. It's in the walls, but let me tell you something. Are we a secret on this? Are we rolling tape on this? Yes, this is between you and me and everybody listening. Okay. I have a friend that's an HVAC technician. Okay. Started his, started his own business. 
And every time he comes out here, he's like, he's, he's always pissed off because every, <laughs> he's just always mad, but he gets mad at these companies like Morris Jenkins and all of these, you know, HVAC, the big titles, the big banners, and, the big billboards. Yeah. And they'll come out and, and do these checks, you know, summer check, winter check, whatever, like you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And he said, they always screw something up and then I have to come in behind them and fix it. And he said that there's nothing. He said there's only a few things that can go wrong with your HVAC. Mm-hmm. He said when they come out, all they're doing is washing out the little fins, right? Right. Checking your capacitor, which is usually the biggest problem, right? And he said this is all things that you can do yourself. I'm not doing it. Well, you don't have to. I'm just saying. He's, he was just saying you can. I, I know royalty doesn't get their fingers dirty <laughs> but i i guess the thing about it, so the point is when once he told me that i just do it myself because it's it's simple i spray 409 on the fins let it sit wash it off and i can tell a major difference when i get those fins unclogged and then i checked i open up the little door check the capacitor is it swelled up nope good close you put, do you put a meter or anything on the capacitor so you make sure it's, no, you there's no resistance or anything swell up They'll start to when they when they start to go bad. They'll start to expand and swell up. Okay, and you can tell. I can't tell. That's why I pay that guy twice well, twice a year. It's one hundred ninety two dollars for him to come out twice. So you look at that. What's the what's the price at? Uh, ninety bucks. You know. Yeah. Well, the only difference is is that if if you look at the capacitor and say, oh, it's swollen, you cannot go buy one yourself. I know that's it's one of license or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's one of those stupid little things to keep them in business. <clears throat> like you can't you can't go get the uh, the kind of chemicals that they use at the laundromat. I would rather pay him ninety dollars every time I know he you come. Would. You're lazy, Hold, yeah. but, but <laughs> if something happens in thirty days, hey, look, man, you you just came out here. You know why is why is the thing on fire? <laughs> you know, <laughs> oh, what I thought I checked it. Oh, sorry, sir. I'll do it again better next time. No, because you got some kind of guarantee that as long as and this is the company that actually put the AC unit in this house when it was being built. So it's the same company. So they've got our us on records and us on records and so on and so forth. And so I'm like, all right, fine. What I was happy about is <laughs> he was able to crawl underneath the house. And the crawl space at maximum, I think it's like three foot and minimum is maybe two foot. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot of flex there. Um, mm-hmm. But he crawled underneath the house and looked around. He's like, you know, everything sounds, looks good and everything's running good. And I'm like going fine. Cool. No problem. Here, here you go. He didn't charge me for going underneath the house. It, it was part of the maintenance thing. And I'm like, cool. So if any, in my mind, I'm like, if something goes wrong, they will have to fix it. Now, we did have a blower that we're getting an AC talk here, and I didn't want to talk about AC. But, I mean, he, we, one guy came out in the summertime, and he's like, oh, yeah, the fins on your on the blower that exhaust because it's a propane, uh, mm-hmm. it's a heat pack or whatever like that. He's like, the fins are rusting out. And he, and he pulled it out, and as soon as he pulled it out, like, oh, yep, see right there, three of them right mm-hmm. there on the thing. He's like, you know, it's not exhausting the, the thing. And that was $500 to fix that, but still, I don't know. I just was asking if you got your AC looked at, checked at, just for personal uh, confidence. And then, I, then I had to go off and AC shame you, right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, <laughs> you could do it yourself, dumbass. Yeah, well, Sir, can you cool. change the air in my tires? I don't know how to do that. I change the oil in my vehicles. I do any kind of work that I can myself because I know it's going to be done right. 
my vehicles are all covered. I've just up. heard too many stories about, you know, people coming in and charging or like you go check and get your oil changed and, you know, these people will put a mark on their, on their oil filter and go back and look and they never change the oil filter. Mm. You are at their mercy. They can tell you anything. My vehicles are all and under warranty. To, yeah. You have to go along with whatever they say is wrong. Yeah, I, I just, I trust myself more than I do those guys, except if, if you got a guy, like I, I got a guy. It's always good to have so a guy. Get, get a guy. Um, I, uh, I saw a symbolism of my death that's going to happen. Oh, what did it say? Well, I'll, I'll, since you ate up the whole episode with my shaming me about my AC, I'll have to talk about right. that when we come back. So stick around. I'll, I'll talk about the symbolism that I saw that said I'm going to die soon. When? I don't know, but we're all going to die. But anyway, so I saw something. So stick around. We'll be right back. So Shane, as I was telling you, I went to school uh, for film and theater. I was a film and theater major with a minor in communications. And I think I do pretty good. <laughs> I wish I would have majored in communication, but I didn't. <laughs> the The program that I was involved with um, was actually funded by Steven Spielberg. Oh, nice. I went to community college because uh, I party and I live in Florida, so couldn't get those grades to go to straight to a university. Why not? And uh, community college, eh, you know, it's go to community college, do a couple years, and they have to accept your AA into uh, a major university. I, I call community college college-ish. Well, I went to Oak Ridge High School, so we just called it Oak Ridge High, like Valencia High. Valencia, Valencia Community College is where I went to. Valencia in, in Central Orlando. Uh, so we just called it basically Bullard. Oak Ridge High School's after-school program. Basically, um, but they have you know the way it's spread up. They have an East Campus over there by uh, Universal Studios, and you have a West Campus out there by UCF. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the East Campus, and so learned a lot about lighting, learned about you know all the sound and thing, and and a lot of videography type stuff. And there was actually a couple classes that I had to take that showed symbolism throughout. Uh, movie history and literally Shane we would sit there one class we'd watch the movie then you know because you would have your class on like Monday Wednesday Friday and then the next class we would do a what they call a shot by shot and they would anytime the camera switched shots you would sit there and talk about why did they choose to make that shot and, and the way that what's in the picture what's in that frame what did the you know director want you to see in that thing and then so we watched some famous movies um one of the movies that was really really uh, impacted me was uh, North by Northwest. Uh, and it was really, really cool to, to watch the Alfred Hitchcock of North by Northwest. I don't know if you've ever seen the classic movie, but it's a case of mistaken identification and that type of deal. It was really, really fun. But there was a lot of symbolism in it. And if I didn't say anything to you, you would it would just right over your head. It's the stuff that you see on the screen that 
in your mind, you don't, it doesn't register. And then later on, you're like going, Oh man, that makes total sense now. Why was that cat walking across the thing and a white, why a white cat was walking across the thing? Um, one of the major symbolisms that, that sticks out. I didn't, we didn't watch the movie, but they always say in The Godfather, anytime someone, there was always an orange. Anytime someone had an orange, like a, like a, the fruit, orange, mm-hmm. whatever, whoever was in that room that was not holding an orange was going to die. Okay. So that's like a big symbolism type thing. There's also the, a couple. Con- is that what they also call like an Easter egg? Can you refer to those as Easter eggs? Easter eggs are more a symbolism to something else outside of the movie. Okay. So, for example, the um, like the what was the one I the major Easter egg? Uh, Pixar does a lot of Easter eggs. Pixar, you know, the, the Toy Story and all that stuff. They have a pizza truck in every Toy Story movie. Somewhere there's a pizza delivery truck that that's you know repeats 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 going back to the initial pizza when they were in college that was a, it, it's a long story I'm not going to get into it but anyways it's symbolism throughout the the thing so Easter egg is outside the movie symbolism is inside the movie got that symbolism that I have I got it from Reservoir Dogs you still have not seen Reservoir Dogs have you so no. there's a scene where Mr Orange is in the back of a brown car and he's been shot in the gut. And I'm not giving anything away. It's the opening scene of the movie. And they're trying to drive, Harvey Keitel is trying to drive him to the safe house. In the process of driving him to the safe house, an orange balloon just floats across the the screen. Just floats across the screen. Just randomly, as a car drives by, orange balloon floats across the screen. At the end of the movie, it tells that orange balloon is symbolism of what actually happens at the end of the movie. Mm -hmm. I saw a yellow balloon drift in front of me as I was driving past a elementary school at 20 miles an hour. And I freaked out because as you can, I don't want to give spoiler alert. I don't want to give anything away. Orange balloon symbolizes yeah, who Yeah. Cause this movie just came out last week. Right. So. The orange balloon symbolizes who dies at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. This yellow balloon rolls in front of me at going to the elementary school. And I stopped and I go, that's it. That's the that's the the symbolism that I'm I'm looking at. I saw this yellow balloon. Out of no, there was no parties. There was no nothing around me. There was nothing going on. There was no parade. There was no nothing. Just I was driving down this two lane country road next to an elementary school, and this yellow balloon just kind of boop, 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 and I go, oh fuck, that's it. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm. <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm saddened to learn that at the age of fifty, you're just now figuring out that you're not immortal. Well, okay? we'll I know. Start I there. Know. Yeah, all right. We'll start there. But I've got good news for you. It was a yellow balloon, mm-hmm. not an orange balloon. If mm-hmm. it were an orange balloon, then that's what that would have meant. But it means so with it being a yellow balloon. Uh-huh. <clears throat> just in the next two to three weeks, look for a visit from Big Bird in the middle of the night. Urinary tract infection or something? I'm sitting there going, how do I make this yellow balloon tell me that I'm going to die? So I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you laughing at me? I, I don't know. You ever seen Final Destination, Shane? Have you ever seen Final Destination? And you see all these clues and stuff, and you're like going, all right, I, I shouldn't do that or shouldn't do that. Yes. Travis, that's the reason I don't wear a red shirt to this day. <laughs> Is it really? Why? Yes. Why don't you re- wear a red shirt? That was always the first one to get it in Star Trek, whoever had the red shirt on. Oh, yeah, when they zapped them down below. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyways, I was going to die. I almost did die, Shane, and my dad had no idea. Oh, okay. I, 
I was out was out with my dad the other day, and uh, I was talking about um, we were talking about grocery shopping. And do you remember the eight pack of glass Pepsi bottles? Yeah, you remember those? And you would take them to yeah. the store. Some places would we recycle them and all that, and you would turn them in and get money for them. Five cents. Um, when I was a kid growing up, my mom. It was me and my mom, and I had a retarded uncle. <laughs> okay. And I, I, I... Apparently, this runs in the family. So, my retarded uncle, who is my, my mom's half-brother, my dad offered because uh, his actual parents passed away during my mom and dad's courting, you know what I mean, before I was born. Mm-hmm. His mom and dad passed away, and everyone in the family is like, well, who's going to take care of Uncle Jim? My dad stepped up and said, he can live with us. Mm-hmm. So I have Uncle Jim, who basically raised me because my mom and dad were never home. So I had my Uncle Jim, who's retarded. Does that explain a lot to you? I don't know what that means. Oh, all the the pieces are coming together now. (laughs) Click, 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 click. And my mom would go grocery shopping. So it would be me, my Uncle Jim, and my mom. And we had a shopping, you know, times are tough back then as a kid. Shane, as you know, mustard Mm -hmm. and crackers. Mm Mm-hmm. She had a whole shopping cart. Especially when your retarded uncle's cooking for you. (laughs) No, he he was the best cook. Yeah. We had a shopping cart full of the Pepsi bottles, because that's all my mom drank. My mom drank Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, all day long. That's all she ever drank. No water, no coffee, no alcohol, no nothing. She just drank, you know, Yahoo, Mountain Dew. She drank Pepsi all day long. So we had a shopping cart full of these glass bottles. And I'm telling my dad this story. Hey, Dad, do you remember when uh, we all used to go grocery shopping? My dad was like, yeah, I never stepped foot in a grocery store with your mom. She's the one who planned all the meals. And as you can tell, my dad's a little older, a little mature at this time. Not, <sighs> And uh, she would plan all the meals and stuff, and she would go out and, and pick all the food. I, I wouldn't do that. That's women's work, basically. <laughs> oh, my God. Does he still call a refrigerator an icebox? <laughs> I don't know what he calls it. <laughs> so I would sit there. My mom would try to, you know, pinch pennies and stuff. My uncle, my uncle, my retarded uncle Jim, would be pushing the shopping cart full of bottles for recycling, for to get money back on them. And the way it worked back in the day, back in 1978 or whatever it was, you would you would scan all your groceries, not scan, they would have to type in all the groceries, and then at the end they would count all the bottles, and then they would put that into the thing, and that was your, you know, the trade-off, you know, oh, you got uh, 52 bottles in there times, you know, five or whatever it was. But you had to push these bottles around the, the store as you shopped. You couldn't do it before you shopped. They didn't. You know, does that make sense to you? Mm-hmm. All right. As a kid, four years old, something like that, I'm standing on the front of the shopping cart. You know, little kids do, yay, I'm standing on the front. And, and my retarded uncle's pushing the shopping cart around. Are you following me here on this? <laughs> it's going to get bad. So he's, yeah. pushing, he's pushing the shopping cart, and I'm standing on the front. And my mom's doing the shopping. So she's grabbing the groceries. He's pushing the cart. My retarded uncle and I'm standing on the front of the shopping cart. He lets go for whatever reason. We're standing still. He lets go of the shopping cart, turns around and does something. He's retarded. Mm -hmm. The shopping cart with me on the front. Now, I'm a little fat four-year-old kid. And Mm -hmm. the balance of the shopping cart flips up all the way over. Bottles, shopping cart, everything lands on me as Mm -hmm. a kid. I still have scars. On my body, from all the glass breaking around, I still have a scar on my lip. 
and I'm, you know, the EMTs come out and, you know, they're trying to clean everything. Oh my God, this is crazy. And all this, you know, I'm, ble- I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. They called the ambulance? Yeah, because I had, I got cut. Jeez. You know, Dude, you know what this sounds like? A deleted scene from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> so I'm laying on the ground with all these busted leader Pepsi bottles all over the place, shopping cart laying on me. I think the handle, you know, when he let it go, the handle came all the way up over 180 style, popped me in the face. My lips all swollen and bleeding and stuff. And I'm telling my dad this. And I go, I started the conversation about, remember the shopping cart that fell on me with all the bottles? And he goes, no. <laughs> Who are you? So I told him this story. And he goes, Trav, I, I have no, and this is just recently. He's like, Trav, I have no idea about that. He's like, I have no your mom didn't tell me nothing. I have no idea. I said, Dad, I almost died. He's like, eh, you're still here, aren't you? <laughs> I mean, that was his attitude. But that whole where my mom didn't tell him about any of that. Now, I don't know if, I don't know why, but that whole conversation was not involved in their relationship. She probably <laughs> didn't want to embarrass the hell out of him. Look at your son and your retarded brother-in-law or, or brother. Brother-in-law. Whatever. Yeah, his brother-in-law. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah, that's. Just write all this down. This is a movie in the making. Sure. <laughs> I'm recording it all right here. So, God, I thought my life was bad. I was more upset at my mom for not telling my dad that that happened to me. Oh my God, how about how about you do this? All right, let it let it go. I let it go. I'm I'm fine. With, I was just because this that happened when I was four years old. Was and that now like I, a drive by memory or something that just smacked you in, we were, out of the blue we were dri- we were driving back from somewhere and I'll, I'll get into where we were coming back from because that's a story in itself we were driving back from uh actually i took my dad to lunch which was i'll, I'll get into that here in just one again yeah well I i'll you learned I'll, your lesson the last time well i i obviously haven't but anyways on the way back i was telling him i'm like uh oh, we were talking about grocery shopping and a new food line that opened up and i said hey remember when i was at uh Win dixie and and uncle jim dumped the uh shopping cart full of glass bottles on my face and he goes no <laughs> i go all right really no he's like i have no idea what you're talking about i'm like dad i was Anyway, so that's what happened. But Mom, moms keep a lot of stuff from dads because they're just like that. Though to... that, yeah, that's no big deal. <laughs> yeah, he almost died. Glass around him. Yeah. Fuck him. You think you almost died? You thought a yellow balloon thought was the end of it? Well, maybe that's it. I'm trying to put these pieces together. The the yellow <laughs> balloon, and then me telling my story about the glass bottles. I'm trying to figure out: is it like Fanta, a bottle of Fanta, like yellow Fanta, the pineapple one, is going to kill me? I don't know. It's possible. I mean, it is, that stuff will give you some serious indigestion. <laughs> that's right. the, that's what it is. You're being warned that the next time you drink a Fanta, you're going to have indigestion. Well, I don't drink Fanta, so guess what? <clears throat> Score. <You're fine> <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Well, I took my dad out to lunch, and Jesus Christ. Now I know. Now you I know what. Huh? Well, you had to have Jesus Christ to take your dad out to lunch. My my that bad. Now I know why my my mom never told my dad anything after the lunch date we had the other day. And I'll dive into that when we come back. Stick around. <laughs> it's gonna get stupid. I'm 
like, give me a Pepsi. And she goes, no, you're crazy. All I wanted was a Pepsi, just one Pepsi. And she wouldn't give it to me, just one Pepsi. Give me a cheer with the seeds, I'm running back to Tennessee. Turn you up because the lazy is you to help the crazy. I'm not crazy. Shane, I'm doing good on my uh, Whole30 diet. That's great. How much weight have you Um, It's not... I don't, I don't look at numbers. I just go by how my clothes feel. <laughs> right? Why? I was just going to say that. Hold on. My camera's all out of zoom here. There we go. Now I fixed it. Yeah, I can I can tell that... Uh, yeah, I can tell that my, my shorts... I had to go buy a new belt today. I bought a, uh, a 40... You know, it said 40, but it, it says stretch. <laughs> so if I go, you know, two inches this way or two inches this way, plus or negative, um, they're going to fit. Yeah, you're just kidding yourself. But I am. I'm, I'm doing well. I eat the, uh, my wife makes a, uh, uh, she takes ground chicken for breakfast. She takes a, she makes a casserole. It's ground chicken with a bed of uh, golden potatoes, Yukon potatoes, because they, believe it or not, produce the less sugar in your digestive system. And uh, right. she she makes eggs, um, mushrooms, spinach, uh, sun dried tomatoes, and then you know she makes the she spices the chicken up to taste like breakfast sausage. So there's like oregano in there and all this other stuff. So we have Sounds a good. Know, yeah, it's it's not too bad. So I've been eating that and boiled eggs, um, bananas, kiwi, that type stuff. But do I, you feel better? I do. I do feel a little bit better. I do feel okay. a lot. Actually, I take that back. I feel a lot better than normal. Um, but I had to, I went to Home Depot the other day. I had to go grab some, uh, I need to buy a new string trimmer. So I said, dad, you want to get out of the house? And then I said, uh, in response of you getting out of the house with me, I'll buy you lunch. Yeah, I'll go. All right, let's go. (laughs) So on the way back, you know, we go to Home Depot, which is in Matthews, which is two towns over from where we're at. So that's like 50 miles away to go to Home Depot. That's the closest Home Depot from us. Populate. I'm in Matthews all the time. Uh, so I go to Matthews, get a um, a string trimmer, and in the mat or in the the Home Depot parking lot structure area is a roadhouse, Texas Roadhouse. He's like, oh, let's go there and let's have a steak. All right, get the string trimmer. Is he buying? By the way, we don't figure that out until you know he's got it in his mind. If he's buying, I'm getting it in my mind, depending on what we order. Okay. So we go to the Texas Roadhouse parking lot. The day that I go, they don't open up till 3.30. And, you know, my, my dad's, oh, I got to have lunch by, you know, 11.22, <laughs> you know, that type deal. I'm going to start shaking. <laughs> I said, oh, my medicine. well, I mean, that's to the point I was at. I was like, oh, shit, Dad. I said, all right, well, well, we'll take the long way home. On the long way home, we'll find somewhere to eat. He's like, okay. So we're driving, we're driving. I said, you want to go to Chili's? Ah, I don't like Chili's. He goes, oh, look, there's an Arby's. I said, Dad, I, I don't think you understand what I mean by taking you out to lunch. I want to sit at a bar. That's what I want to do. I want to sit at a bar, have a couple lunchtime bar drinks, and have something served to me. That's what I want to do. Okay. So do you want to go to O'Charlie's? <laughs> you ever been to O'Charlie's? Shane? Uh, maybe one time. I, like, I, I liked it. I liked it. Unfortunately, I did not know this. On the way home, there's an O'Charlie's, and that one shut down. It's completely shut down. I'm like, all right, Dad, two for two here. Where do you want to eat? Where do you, where do you want to eat? And uh, he goes. Now you're going to end up going back to that little cafe that you love so well. <laughs> they don't serve beer. Breakfast. I'm not going there for lunch. <laughs> he goes. Well, there's a there's a Logan Steakhouse or whatever. Oh, it's a Longhorns. 
He goes, I, I went there and got steak the other day. I had a doctor's appointment in that area. He's like, let's go there. I'm like, all right, Dad, we'll go to Logan's Steakhouse, sit at the bar, and have a nice lunch. Okay. Right. Drop him off at the front door, pull the truck around, park in the back parking lot, walk inside. My dad's sitting at the bar. He's already got his 20-ounce beer. And I go, you didn't order me a beer? Oh, I didn't know what you wanted. Uh, Miller Lite? Let's try that. So... <laughs> I go, Dad, I got I to gotta wash my hands. I said, so the bartender comes over, and he's like, what can I get you? And he's a manager slash bartender slash food runner at lunchtime at at uh, Ro- or Logan's or what did I call it? Longhorn. Wow. At Longhorn. So he's doing everything. So I'm like, this is not going to be a good experience. I know it. <laughs> I, I just know it. He's going to drop something. And he's got the George Michael, I got to have Faith haircut. You know, he's got the highlights and stuff. And he's from Charlotte. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he's from Charlotte. Uh, and uh, so I, I, Miller White, biggest one you got. Run in the bathroom, wash my hands, come back. And I'm sitting there looking at the menu. Now, I'm still trying to stay focused on the Whole30 diet for my wife. I don't want to, you know, what'd you get? Oh, I got uh, mashed potatoes and steak and all this, you know, ice cream. And I didn't want to, I wanted to get something simple for lunch. I said, let me get the pick for two. I'll get the uh, shrimp and lobster bisque and the green salad. That's what I will have. And some water. <laughs> can some I have water, a please. can I have a diet water, please? <laughs> what kind of dressing would yeah. you like? The vinaigrette, please. My dad oh, orders. God. Okay. Can you get any more gay here? <laughs> well, I mean, when, it, when in company, you know, I want good service. You know, I got George Michael behind the counter. Yeah. And great, so, but order order something manly. That was so so, so far. I'm unimpressed. Okay. Travis. I I did have two twenty ounce beers before. My food came. Let's put it that way. Okay. You've redeemed yourself. Okay. Good. Good Good job. So my dad has one beer, and one 20-ounce beer for him is like him drinking a 12-pack of beer. Why? Is he a lightweight? No, it's just because of all of his medication and stuff. It just... Gotcha. He just... (laughs) Break the stick off a bottle rocket and light it. That's where my dad goes. (laughs) So he orders uh, grilled shrimp on a bed of rice with french fries. Right? Plain and simple. Grilled shrimp. It's a skewer type thing. Skewer, you know, how many, the guy goes, how many do you want? Do you want the 12 or the 8? He goes, I'll ju- do the 8. All right. So he finishes his first beer and puts it up on the little, the dish tray, the recovery tray on the bar. You know, the little dip down to let everyone know that you need another drink. And he's sitting mm-hmm. there, sitting there, sitting there. And they bring you that loaf of bread at, at Longhorns. So he takes a piece and he takes, I got I to eat something. Go ahead, Dad, help yourself. I can't eat this bread. I'm not allowed to eat this bread. Eat the bread. So now your dad's Jewish? <laughs> I need something. Can I have some about the fish? <laughs> so he starts taking, you want a heel or the center? I said, Dad, I'm not eating it. Just eat what you want, and I'll figure out what I want to do later. So he eats a couple pieces, and he's waiting. And he's watching the manager slash bartender slash food runner run around the establishment. Mm-hmm. He goes, I could sure use another beer. Like he's like talking loud. And mm-hmm. I go, Dad, I said, Dad, stop showing your ass. Be quiet. Well, you know. <laughs> There's a better way of doing that. What? That's when you stick your straw down at the bottom of your empty cup and. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I get you another drink? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it works every time. I know, I know. But my dad, we're sitting at the bar, and my dad's like going, "I could sure use another drink." And you know, I said, "Dad, stop!" I said, "Stop! Don't be rude. All right, just don't be rude." That's one thing my mom always said about my dad. He has no couth whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And I was brought up. On my mom's side of the family, which is, that's where I get my royalty from, 
And I said, Dad, just be, be quiet. So the guy comes over. Would you like another beer? Yes. Dad, you want another beer? Yeah, I'll have another beer. Really? You're going to have two 20-ounce beer? Shit. All right. <laughs> you know. It's going down now. He's, I got to carry. I'm going to have to shovel you out into the, the truck. <laughs> so he gets his other beer. I get mine, and I'm sitting there drinking it and stuff. And he, start, he starts doing this on the table, you know. Uh-oh. I, I'm like going. Oh, let me see if I can reproduce this sound. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He goes, where's our food? I said, Dad, relax. He's a busy guy. Drink, you got a whole fucking 20-ounce beer there to drink. Relax. Drink your beer. <sighs> you know, <laughs> stop telling me what to do, Jesus Christ type deal. <laughs> I said, mind you, the first two places we went to were closed. So just this is what we got. Guy comes over. The man, the manager, food runner, manager, or bartender, manager, food guy brings the food over. I get my salad. I got my lobster shrimp bisque. It's piping hot. I can see it's piping hot. My dad gets his grilled shrimp on a skewer, uh, two skewers on a bed of rice and his French fries. Now, dad, you ordered French fries, which, what are you, 12? You know, you had your choice of like mixed greens, baked potato, any, uh, any, something else. No, I'll take French fries. Now, Shane, I, have you ever worked in the restaurant industry? Never. Oh, wait, wait, let me take that back. I worked at a fast food joint when I was like 18, 17. They don't make fries for you to, they don't make them to order. They're made. They're in a big bowl and they're sitting under a heat lamp, right? Yeah. And they just kind of go like this. Most places, yeah. They just kind of on the plate and they they shove it out. Mm -hmm. So he takes a bite. I'm sitting there and I'm eating my salad. My salad's cold. My soup is hot. He takes a bite of his french fries. Cold. I said, what? Cold. What do you mean they're, what's cold? French fries are cold. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Well, they're barely warm. Gotta pee. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I said, well, I said, eat, try your shrimp. He tries the shrimp and he's trying to, you know, pull it off and do the knife and fork thing. He's like, warm, barely warm. Dad, try Too the, fishy. <laughs> try the rice. No, it's <laughs> Chinese. It's, it's, it's horrible. I said, okay, dad. I said, don't tell me, tell him. The manager, bartender, food runner, that your food is cold. Yeah, no. Tell him so he can take it to the back and spit on it and bring it back to you. <laughs> okay. You, you want to have faith? I got some faith for you right here. <laughs> oh, that's right. I forgot. This is George Michaels. George Michael with the highlights in his hair. Oh, my God. So, guy comes over, finally. I'm halfway through my salad, and the guy goes, uh, the manager, bartender, food runner guy, he goes, how's your meal? You know, it's, he's, he's you know, doing, they slide the car and he's, he's looking at his menu thing and he, you know, he's putting in orders and stuff. And at a side eye, he goes, how's your food? And, uh, my dad goes, cold. <laughs> and I go, he goes, <laughs> the bartender, uh, food runner manager guy goes, oh, I'm sorry. I'll see if I can do something for that. He leaves. So he's, my dad's sitting there eating. I'm like, dad, if you don't want it, don't eat it. No, I'm starving now. Okay, so he finishes his meal. I finish mine. Mine's fine. Manager, bartender, food runner guy comes back over. He's like, um, can I get you guys anything else? I said, yeah, I'll have one more beer because my dad's trying to finish up his cold fries. <laughs> I said, I'll have one more beer. And he goes, just to let you know, I took your, your father's meal off the, off the bill. That's like $15, the, the shrimp with the rice and the french fries for lunch, mm -hmm. 15 bucks. He took it off the bill. I said, Dad, I said, I have to explain to my dad, Dad, you you do not have to pay for it. I'm paying for lunch. I said, no, no, Dad, you don't understand. <laughs> he, he took it off the bill. You don't have to pay for that. I said, but listen, and I, I pulled him in close. I said, Dad, listen. I said, when the bill comes, if you're going to pay for the oh, great, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. 
but whatever the amount is, do not tip the 20% or 15% on the amount of the bill. You need to figure out how much that meal was that he that you do not have to pay for and tip as you were doing on that bill. What do you mean? He screwed yeah, no, he screwed he screwed up everything. So for example, the bill was $48. With his meal would have been uh $62. So if everything was perfect, you would have tipped on a $62 bill, right? Mm-hmm. But when right. the bill came, it was $48 because the guy took the my dad's meal off of it. Do not tip on the $48 meal or the $48 bill. Tip on what, what, what the bill would have been if he didn't take that off. I said, Dad, you need to tip him at least $12 to $13. What? What? That's 25.9%. No, Dad, you don't understand. You did not have to pay for $15 of what was supposed to be the bill. You can afford to give him a tip on top of that. All right? He, he did you a favor. He took that off your bill. You didn't have to pay for that. You need to tip on top of that. He was pissed. Oh, he was pissed. He signed we'll it. See. He went through that whole rigmarole schmo thing to get the money off of that bill in the first place. See, that's what they'll do is throw out little complaints and little hints. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to eat it. I'm starving now just to get a free meal. He's smarter than you think he is. No, I grabbed a couple of those fr- fries. They were their eyes cold. I would have eaten them, but they were like, you know, they're like French or McDonald's French fries when you get them home after you've gone through the drive through. That's how warm they were. Incidentally, a McDonald's fry will look exactly the same 10 years later. Exactly. It so never changes. He was so pissed. I mean, I said, Dad, you need to put $12 on this for a tip on a $48 bill because he get, he took off $15 that you didn't have to pay for. So you can afford that. If you're going to pay the bill all in, in total, in total, you paid almost. See, but in his mind, he's still spending the same amount of money because he's, he's thinking to himself, I could have not tipped at all. And it would have still been the same. Well, then you're a bastard. You are a son okay. of a bitch if you do not tip at all. I'm just saying. You do, <laughs> not you. you I'm talking you about tip, you. Yeah. Well, you tip for good service. And we had great service. Other than my dad, you know, impatiently waiting for a beer, you know, tapping his fingers on the, where's my beer? Where's my beer? I'm like, dad, would you relax? It's not my fault that you chugged the first one. But that's the guy's job to keep his beer full if that's what he wants. So this is, this is true. I, bad service. I understand that. But, you know, tip on top of bad service, not zero. Do never, never tip zero unless you've sat there for too long. Well, you know, you could have thrown out the old, here's a tip for you. Keep my beer full. You know, there's always ways around. Uh, anyways, so on the way home, that's when we had the conversation about, Dad, you remember when the glass bottles dropped on my head? Huh? Oh. Son of a bitch. <laughs> God, boy, I, can, I hate what a, to think what would happen if a balloon had drifted across the two of you. <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to die. That, it? This is it. This is the end. This is the end. <laughs> <laughs> People's shirts were been ripping and driving off the road oh man oh, God. so that was uh that was my <laughs> that was my week how was your week shane my week's always weird i'm sorry nothing as exciting as that though all right shane anything else before i let you go no all right shane i'll talk to you later okay see you bye see you bye I got to make the whole thing.